Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome into the program. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Coming up over the next three hours of the program, we do have a couple of uh, really solid guests on the show today. Uh, in an hour and 15 minutes, Will Hill, VSIN contributor, is going to be on the show. He has been scorching hot in college basketball. He leads the Friday night contest here on this show, and it is March. And Joel Corey's on the show today as well. Great timing with this. He's a former agent, and now he covers the salary cap and contracts for CBS Sports. He'll be very good today on landing spots for the quarterbacks in the NFL. And we have to talk to him about the steam on Anthony Richardson to go number one overall. And, Paulie, what a weekend it was. I mean, my God, that's the beginning of March. And yesterday alone was so good. Uh, not even, you know, getting into what happened on Saturday, but we had all weekend long. The college basketball was nonstop. NBA. You had John Jones returning in the UFC, and that was way too easy for him on Saturday night. You had the combine. And I have to admit, I think maybe the best golf, I'm sorry, the, ah, the best event out of the entire weekend was the golf. Like, that could have been an eight-man playoff. Yes, that was in play. Yeah, and a three hundred to one shot gets there. The, the drama yesterday for like uh-huh. two hours in that in that sport and, and the Arnie Palmer was unbelievable. I couldn't yep. tur- I couldn't turn the TV off. Yep, yep. Yesterday with all the games that went to overtime, uh, the blown leads, which is a problem. Uh, several tickets were punched. The finish of the Kennesaw State Liberty game. That was the, a complete bloodbath that yes. game yesterday. Yeah, I, I didn't expect it to be like that, considering the first game was eighty eight eighty one. Right, but to just. Overtime, blown leads, uh, back and forth, crazy upsets, one seeds going down. It was quite – forget about Saturday. Sunday was nuts in uh, yep. with, with college hoops. I, w- I want to point out a couple of things that happened yesterday in that sport because it was maybe like a 15-minute stretch where Penn State won basically at the buzzer. They had to go back and look at the replay, and they put like .5 back on the clock. They had no business winning that game. They were down and buried no. the entire time against Maryland. Uh, and about 15 minutes after that, Houston won in regulation against Memphis in a great game. And so that was a very good win. They're going to be a one seed anyway. But um, the the angle that I want to talk about is that these teams that, quote, have to have these games and they must win. I mean, some of the numbers are getting completely out of control. And I'll use that Penn State game as an example. And if you look this morning, they're probably still on the outside looking in. But it was, you know, you can't lose a game like that at home to Maryland, who only had two road wins in the Big Ten, and one was at Minnesota. And Minnesota's got awful, right? So you can't lose that game if you're Penn State. Had to have it. 
But that betting number moved from one to four. So people are betting it saying, well, they have to have it. Let me bet them. They covered. No, I'm sorry. They won mm-hmm. by one, never covered yep. the game. Yep. So we're seeing plenty of examples like that. Wisconsin, yep. that, the points better than the Wisconsin game last night. It actually came down a little bit before it went back up. But that was already kind of baked in, I thought, in my opinion anyway, along with Minnesota being so bad. And that Wisconsin, if, that, if they lose that game, I think Wisconsin does a ton of damage overall to the resume. But they eventually won. They couldn't cover that game. It, it, they almost did at the end, but they were they were down and out pretty much the entire way as well. Okay, three observations, and it happens every year at this time. Every year, at the same time it happens. You're right. Must win doesn't mean must bet, and you're paying a tax on these Yes, teams, you are. Okay, number two, nobody goes two for one. I don't understand it. Yep. No one goes two for one, and I don't know what these coaches are doing. And number three, and they got me good. Why don't you foul up three? That drives me nuts. It's dude. out of control. It really is. It's a no-brainer. Have to do it. Who's to say the kid makes the free throws anyways? Yet, and it, and it got American. The kid, I don't know why, let the kid lay it in. They, they overhelp. Wide open three, corner three. They blow it and lose the game in double overtime. But it's not just that game. You see it every time in March down the stretch where these coaches refuse to foul up three. Yeah. Now, I like that Woodson does it with Indiana, and they talked about it on the broadcast. I think that was our friend Ian Eagle. But these other coaches who refuse to do it, and it doesn't make any sense that it's just simple math, and it's going to get you beat when you're up three with five seconds. You put the right. kid on the line and it, because they're out of timeouts. Right. Then you're talking about they're going to have to make, even if you miss a free throw, they're going to have to make a half-court shot to beat your tie. How many years are we in, in the NFL or college football, specifically the NFL, have we talked about, you know, if you hired like a kid who's really good at Madden that understands clock management and game management to be on the sidelines or like consult with the team to be there on Sundays, like that would make a lot of sense because the, a lot of these coaches don't get it in that sport. It's been the same thing now for as long as I can remember college basketball. Anybody can see this, right? And you, your phrase right there is exactly spot on. It's simple math. That's it. There, it's a no-brainer. Like, how is this even like still a thing? This should be. This is no debate. Let them trade points. Is, it doesn't do anything. Of course it doesn't. And and, and, and eventually the clock's going to run out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. This is this is like two plus two equals four. You you can't argue that. I mean, if you do, you're wrong. This is like if you argue, no, I don't think that you should follow. It's auto, you're automatically wrong. There's no debate. You have to foul, put the other team at the free throw line. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even see there's, I mean, my, and it just, it, it, explain, but dig a little bit deeper though and explain why that sucked for you so bad yesterday with American. If they win, they're in the championship game and they're 80, they were 80 to one to win the tournament. There you go. Yeah. They're up five with 15 seconds. Now the kid missed the front end of a one and one, but they're up five with 15 seconds. They, uh, Lafayette scores, the kid misses the free throw. And then for whatever reason, the, the guy drives to the basket, and they they overhelp. Then they try to block the shot, and he kick, kicks it wide open, corner three. The kid's wide open. He buries it. Yeah. They only have two seconds, and they miss a long shot, and they get run out in the in the second overtime. You know how much it's, that, it's just stupid. Like, how long does it take you to get over a loss like that? Again, they were completely out of the game. They were getting... Yeah, they were, yeah, well, that's fair. I know. They were down 19 with nine minutes left. Sure. I mean, it was a came woodshed back, game. Yes, it and was. And they came back. Imagine that you come all the way back. You're feeling that high with uh, like no time on the clock, and then you're like, "Nah, we're not going to foul. We'll take our chances." Well, good job, yep. because you went from the highest of highs of potentially moving on to play Colgate in the title game to, "Oops, we gave the game away in overtime." That was really dumb. Now, like, why? Now, why is that happening? The blown leads. Why is this? Why is this going on so much? Western Kentucky, or excuse me, Western Carolina was down 20 with 17 minutes. Furman, the one seed, had to score on their final possession to tie it and send it to overtime where they won. Maryland was up 11 with five minutes lost. Lafayette was up 19 with nine minutes, went to over double overtime. Campbell was up 14 with seven minutes and lost the game. And you didn't even get, you pushed with the, with the plus four. Think about that. Oh, now, why it. is this happening? No one can close. Yeah, that, that's been an ongoing theme so far. And if you can- relax and whoops. Well, I mean, if that continues this week, I mean, you're going to have plenty of live betting opportunities during these games. To find, but again, that's where you have to be watching the games if you can sense any sort of a comeback whatsoever. Right. How impressed were you by Drake? Oh, they were awesome. Now, this is the perfect w- what storm, What a tournament. Right? Yes, it was. Uh, go, based on, thanks to the tweet on this, by the way, based on the closing line, favorites won 11-0 straight up in the tournament. How about that? Got to love the Drake. It's the perfect storm, right? They're a 12 seed, likely. So everyone's going to pick them against the five. Look at this. They put this on the broadcast. 
Their their starting five is older than five NBA lineups. Look at that. 25, 25, 23, 24, 20. So I like the experience and the vets. Age is just a number with Drake. That is nuts. You and I are barely old enough to say that these could be our kids. <laughs> yeah, right? Right? Yeah. I mean, that would have, we would have been doing a lot of work there at 20, 21 years old. Uh, sure. Sure. That is wild. Yeah, that really that is. Was, that was unfortunate. Yeah. Because you were looking forward to that game, and it was over early. Oh boy, I, mean, I, I actually wow. I did, that had that game left one of the TVs. Had to, had to. I mean, it was such a bloodbath early on. And, yep, and good but, job by you. Kennesaw State gets there. That game was so good. They were they were six point dog at home in both games against Liberty. Won them both. Yep. And they were even though they were the one seed, it just shows you the respect and the power rating for Liberty. Uh, McKee, McGee took some bad shots early on. I don't know why they were just That's, in a hurry, jacking threes but that, early in the shot clock. But uh, the Owls, for the first time ever, are dancing. You know, that coach, what an unbelievable job. No I, kidding. I, I, I forgot about this. His first year four years ago, they were 1-28. You are correct. And now they're dancing. Mm-hmm. That is, that. I mean, what is a college ba- uh, coach worth in this sport? Well, that that's all you need to know right there. Takes over a program in a year one. Lost 28 games, and now they won that tournament over a very good, you know, smaller mid-major Liberty team. Uh huh. Excellent spot. And you be patient with some of these guys. You can see it when it's good, and it certainly is there. I will give you an example of uh, what I brought up to begin this segment, and that is betting on teams just because they have to have the game. Right. North Carolina right now is plus 350 to get into the tournament. That was a number that I saw when it first posted last night. They're not in. They have to have a really solid ACC tournament to be to be in. They were the number one preseason team in the country. They now have the most losses ever going back in the history of the poll for a preseason number one team. Yep. The point spread is going to be inflated on this team because of what I'm talking about right now in the ACC tournament. I, I don't bring this up ever because it's a terrible idea, but what do you think about the Martingale system betting against North Carolina in the ACC tournament? Because they're not going to cover every one of these games. So you bet against them in game one. If you lose that, you double your bet in game two. Because the numbers are going to be so big. Or could they get hot enough in this tournament to win and cover every single game? Yeah, I don't concur. You don't concur? No. It's, it's a bad idea yeah. always? Yeah. Okay. I wanted to bring that up and throw yeah, that at you. Sure, I know. Because yeah, right. I don't, I just, I well, personally. If they make a run, they're capable of doing it. They did it last year, though. Well, look if at, it happens, you get carried out. But the, I, the first number that I saw in North Carolina to win the ACC tournament yeah. was plus 650. I, I laughed out yeah. loud. Yeah. You cannot bet North Carolina plus 650 to win the ACC tournament. Yep. I know. Based on what we've watched for the entire season. I know. Absolutely. And I, I think they have to go to the title game at least. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. Going up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their squares this basketball season. Place a bet and you get a square on the house. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. Good luck. As predicted, NFL draft odds would be drastically moving during the NFL Combine, which took place all weekend long. I watched a lot of it. And NFL draft matchup props are starting to hit the board as well. I do think we're getting carried away with one of the numbers that you can bet on. I'll tell you what that is coming up here and follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. You can win up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet. You get a square on the house. The numbers on your square match the final score. You win. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. So some reports from the weekend in the NFL coming out. And this is from Charlie Campbell at uh, WalterFootball.com. And Charlie Campbell, he was recently on one of the afternoon shows here on VEASAN, he's been one of the most accurate mock drafters uh, in the country going back the last handful of years. He's very good, and from what I gather, like his information over the years has been some of the most that you can trust from anybody. He pointed out um, from the weekend that the Raiders would, in fact, prefer Richardson over Levis in the draft. Okay. And that kind of, I mean, that that to me is like a lifelong Raiders thing, right? If you go back to the years of Al Davis drafting annually for this team that would that seems to stick with like the theme here of this organization that they would just they would fall in love with Richardson and I mean if you watched him play I I get it I mean the athleticism is just completely off the charts so you have that the Raiders could also there was a report on ESPN this maybe go after Mac Jones the connection there with McDaniels who was in New England for Jones's rookie year uh, that got poo-pooed by some right away, but then the other thought is that uh, why not Jimmy Garoppolo? So I, I mean, if Ro- I, I'm starting to think that Rodgers is going to be out of the of the Raiders mix, and that's that was before Peter King wrote about that today. So I think that the Jets might be a very that might start to heat up again this week. Rodgers to the Jets. And, I hope so. And, I mean, this guy needs to make a decision. The other thing is, right. I it's hard to go to. What do you think about what happened last year in New England? Is it how much is it Mac Jones regressing? How much was it Patricia and Judge not knowing what the hell they were doing? I, I lean right? the latter with that. Okay, that could be too. I also don't like. Okay, that's fair. I don't like the report that when he was coached hard, or and he kind of pushed back and had an attitude, uh, Mac Jones. So and plus the zappy mania could be a well, little bit of that as well. But don't forget that when a couple of times this year that I can specifically remember when the play calling wasn't there and some of the. Just like the offense couldn't really move the, the football. Jones came off the sidelines a couple of times, and like you could hear him swearing like at the coaching staff. Yeah. Like, what the bleep are we doing are we out running? here? I understand. And he was pissed, and right. I kind of get that, you know? Yeah, yeah. But he did have, he'd have a lousy year. Uh, but a lot of this is tough about what, what the direction are the Raiders going to go now. Uh, it, it also appears that there's not a big market for Carr. He, Peter King thinks it's going to be New Orleans, just like Mike Dettelier said. Yeah, we might but get it's a uh, big, big surprise. I mean, who, I, I think the Jets will be making a big mistake if they go in that direction. Yeah, as do I. And, and as we've kicked around here on the show now several times, like to us, the, the better landing spot for Derek Carr would be a spot like New Orleans as opposed to the Jets. Like he's not going to, it's not going to go well for him in New York. It just, it isn't. Uh, with the Saints, maybe, maybe it would. And uh, certainly if those guys can stay healthy, he's going to have a lot of weapons and it's going to be inside of a dome. So, I think that yeah. can help him out as well. It was here in Las Vegas for the last couple of years as well. But um, so for the Raiders moving on from Carr, if they would land Garoppolo, is that kind of is that neutral? Is it are you are you do you have an uptick there at quarterback? Is Carr yeah. slightly better? What would you call this? Garoppolo's a little bit better when healthy. I think that's fair. Yes, I trust him more. Carr mm-hmm. makes bad decisions. Carr's never won a playoff game. So I, I would trust Garoppolo more. What if they whiff though on any of this stuff 
with guys who are actually already in the league. The Raiders are going to have to go to war with a rookie quarterback starting week one in that division next year. Uh-huh. Maybe a Richardson who, yeah, I mean, he's not ready. But Levis, that could get out of control too. I mean, is that going to... That's a lot of losses. I, I, I like... I know. It was somebody on the NFL Network, by the way, about Richardson. It might have been Daniel Jeremiah. I watched so much coverage and I... Somebody said this and I thought it was spot on. They, they basically said that all of these quarterbacks are lottery tickets. But they said the, the one that would have the highest payout would be Anthony Richardson, right? Because like everybody, when you get a lottery ticket, it's going in the trash. But if you actually would hit one of them, like the mega bucks when it gets to a billion dollars, if Richardson hits, that's what that, that's what that lottery ticket's going to look like. If it hits. Mm-hmm. But that's the biggest question mark of the whole bunch. And then I, I, I threw a WalterFootball.com five minutes ago about Carr. And, uh, well, Richardson and Levis, according to that same website, the Seahawks are absolutely head over heels with Bryce Young. Now, how can that be? Why, how? You know why? I can actually see the Stroud, because Stroud threw it so well, but go ahead. What? The, the connection would be because they had Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. And Wilson and Breeze is one of the comps to Young. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe they have it in their heads like, well, I mean, went pretty well for us with Russ. Be the same thing with Bryce Young. The other thing to look at, and this would be more, this would uh, involve... Carolina and Atlanta, but uh, you could open it up to other teams. What if Baltimore, I think it's next week, if they put the non-exclusive tag on Lamar Jackson, then teams could come in, offer money, and if they if they don't match, you get uh, two number ones. Yep. And that's what Baltimore could, what could do, too. If someone comes in and says, okay, we're going to work something out and get Lamar Jackson. Yep. That's on the table as well. But that's, that's fascinating with what Carolina wants to do with an owner who's sick and tired of this, and he wants to win and needs a quarterback. Does he go from nine to three? Does he go from nine to two or even go from nine to one? Sure. I mean, you have, that's the thing, right? That's why having the number one pick every single year is going to only benefit you. The, that To piggyback that, that's what the, the Colts have been raking of desperation the entire offseason. All you had to do was listen to those comments from Ballard a month and a half ago. Well, it didn't work. It's, it's embarrassing. It's a different quarterback five years in a row. Right. And they went the veteran route and it blew up on him every single time. Yeah. Did you, did you read that? Wentz was seen at a steakhouse with his agent saying, I, I think I still have something left, but he's going to have to be a backup. Guy, guy, guy almost won the MVP before he got hurt. He's going to be out of the league. The fall from grace is, I know. I mean, oh. rock bottom. Absolutely. I, I actually, if he's okay with being a backup, all right, yeah, he's not starting anywhere next year. No, no way. There's no Got to be a backup. Got to yep. be a backup, yep. right? So you're right. It was a fun weekend, and you want you knew someone was going to go crazy and, and oh, yeah. with what happened at the Combine. And Richardson certainly did that as well. I found this interesting. I was watching over the weekend. Our own Mike Pritchard played nine years uh, in the league, first-round pick, on on the concerns about Bryce Young. And you and Michael Lombardi has talked about this uh, on the GM Shuffle in terms of the body frame, the body yep. type. Uh, what can they endure? I mean, this game is 100% injury business. Bryce Young will get hurt. But what can he endure? What can he handle? You know, at 5'10", what was it? 5'10 and a quarter? 5'10 and 1'8". 1'8", not even a 1'8", <laughs> barely 5'10". Just over 5'10". Yes, and then he put on 10 pounds because he was about 194 in college. Mm. I mean, how much more weight can he put on? You know, how much stronger can he get? How much more of a, of a base can he build for himself in the National Football League? And uh, I, I would have a lot of questions if I'm sitting in a, in, in a GM room. Very good. Yep. I agree. Can he keep the weight on? What can he add? You're playing at 5'10", at one, 5'10", 195? Right? So, good, uh, he, good luck. Yeah. He's not getting any taller. Uh, yep. he, he, he could put on some weight. I mean, I will give him that. He's still a young guy. So he could put on whatever amount of weight that is with muscle mass to get up to maybe 205. Two, can he push 210 at some point in his playing days? But he's not going to shoot to 6'1". That's not happening. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm looking at mock drafts now, and so, some of the mocks that are popping today, they have the Bears keeping the first pick overall in the draft, which I think that's how you have to mock until they actually move the pick. So they they have the Bears taking a defensive player, either Will Anderson or Jalen Carter still. But of the mocks that are out there today and that uh, popped over the weekend that have trades happening, most people have Bryce Young going number one overall. And he's minus $2. At this point, I, 
I have Levis at 30. I have Richardson at 25 to 1 for decent sized bets. I'm not, gonna, I'm not touching Young at minus $2. Got a month and a half left to go at. Yeah. I'll, I'd rather lose those tickets. Yeah. And I don't have enough information that's, this is just like people projecting again. Well, you just see how what he did, and he owned the combine. He was a stud. But a lot of the stuff that he did, you saw the pushback. Oh, yeah. We'll just put the game, like Dan Campbell said, I'm going on film and tape. I don't care what a guy does in his pajamas. Uh, but people kept chiming in, and even Stuart Mandel, who covers college football, what does this have to do with him throwing a football? Most of it. So yeah. there's 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 two sides to it. But when you see, again, he weighs more than Reddick, he's taller than Kittle, and he has bigger hands than Hopkins. He's 6'4", 250. Right. I could be your quarterback. Right. We're getting uh, feedback this morning saying, guys, come on, Richardson cannot play in the NFL. Terrible passer. I, I, I don't... I don't disagree. Again, it, it doesn't matter what your opinion is when it comes to betting on the first overall pick in the draft. It's what these teams are going to do. I, Cam and, Newton was a lousy passer, too. Terrible. Vince Young, all, awful running. passer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it was a Mickey Mouse offense at Auburn. And then the guy turned out, won an MVP, and went to a Super Bowl. Sure, He sure. could improve from that standpoint. But people laughed at Josh. You're right. People laughed, laughed at Josh Allen and the Bills early on. Sure. And if, if you had to redraft... That was it, 2017, Allen would go number yeah. one overall. Well, I know this. Richardson's going to be healthy. He's a beast. <laughs> There's a good chance Bryce Young gets hurt. He takes one hit, it's over. Yeah, Look I at c- Tua. I couldn't touch him. Not you can't. That He's 5'10", 190. Put a, put, put a package together and trade oh, up for him? Come on. You can't Boy, do that. oh boy. You cannot do that. He's 5'10". Win some, lose some up next. Paulie has details on one of the biggest upsets in the history of the sport. Next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting ATS, we're going to get you ready for every game and every round. Unlimited access to the best bets, betting splits, the betting guides, preview all 68 teams. Sign up today, get the betting guide plus full access through the end of the tourney. $19. VSEN. Dot com slash subscribe. Paulie, there is a Friday night college basketball betting contest going on, VSIN. And uh, I think 10 people are in the entire contest, handicappers and betters from across the country. And uh, this past weekend, I believe, was by far and away the best weekend for all of them combined. I think the mark was like 38 and 12. And I think four people went 5 and 0, including our next guest, Will Hill, mm. who leads the entire contest. He's having a great run right now in college basketball. Uh, great weekend this past weekend, Will. How are you today? Boys, what's going on? You know, it's funny as betters, and we've we've all been there. If you've been doing this long enough, you know, you kind of get in your head, in your own head, whether you're really hot or really cold. And, and, you know, obviously when you're really cold, you're sort of afraid to pull the trigger. You don't trust yourself. You don't, you don't want to lose more money. But when you're hot, it's the same thing. Sometimes you're so hot, you know, man, I'm going to cool off at some point. Do I take the foot off the gas or I just keep going? Uh, and, you know, why would I stop now? So, Good weekend to have, uh, you know, kind of seeing the board well right now. i got a two-game lead with 10 to play, so hopefully I can uh, just run the ball and get out of here with a win. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Well, and the pressure is on this morning now because you're red hot, so we expect that to continue here this morning. No, but are you no. – and you've been betting, like, everything. You're betting power six. You're betting some of the smallest mid-majors that you can find. And so you're right. You're seeing the board quite clearly right now. Uh, as of – this morning, bright and early, are you examining tonight's board? It is a smaller card compared to what we're used to, or are you looking more at outrights this week and some of the power six conferences that we have? How are you attacking like today and this week right now? Oh, I'm looking at tonight. I already like, uh, and then there's a couple games, and this is one of the best weeks of the year. I do get a little PTSD because if you remember three years ago, this is when it all shut down. I mean, it was championship week, the oh. middle of the week. So it's, uh, boy, it's always a reminder of like just how lucky we are to even have these games and have something to watch, have something to bet on. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm betting the games tonight. Uh, I do think Towson getting six is a lot of points. That's a team. They're a really good offensive rebounding team. They can shoot the three. Uh, they played Charleston. And Charleston's a hell of a team, but they played Charleston really tough both games. They really could have won both games. Mm-hmm. They lost in overtime uh, in one of them, and then they led by 10 in the second half. They ended up losing both of them. But to me, Towson plus six uh, is a good bet, and they're 9-1 to one to win that tournament. I, I think that's a little long. So I don't know if you guys want to get into some of the other games, but I got uh, I got a few, few bets I like tonight. Um, and I like taking the first half under of these conference title games because – 
I think it's sort of like, you know how the Super Bowl is usually low scoring early. I know it wasn't this year, but same sort of concept. These teams, they come out tight. Uh, there's maximum intensity on defense. They're a little more methodical, a little slower on offense. Uh, there's some nerves at play. I think you don't you don't get every tic-tac call in terms of the fouls. Uh, they, they, you know, the games get refereed a little bit differently in these title games. So I like first half unders in these conference title games. I think we only have one tonight. Two. And that is, oh, there's two tonight. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I, I like the, the first half lines aren't up yet, but I'm sure I'll be playing both first half unders tonight. Uh, I try to stay away from the full game unders just because of overtime, the fouling at the end. Sure. If, yeah. I, if I have to see another team up three, not foul, I mean, it's just ridiculous. It should be the first question these coaches are asked in an interview. <laughs> if you're up three with four seconds left, do you foul or not? I mean, we always hear about how these interviews last five hours. They shouldn't last five hours. That should be the first question. It tries to be nuts. Yeah, totally agree. Absolutely. Uh, how, what up? We are the home of championship week out here in Las Vegas with all these conference tournaments here. What do you think of the West Coast? Gonzaga to open 12, not up 15 here at Circa. That's the late game. And then St. Mary's swept BYU, and they're laying six and a half. Any thoughts there? Probably take the six. I just never like laying a lot of points with St. Mary's. They play slow. There's not that many possessions. So I would look towards taking the points there. Uh, I would think Gonzaga gets it done. You know, it'd be funny after all these years of Gonzaga being sort of the favorite or co-favorite to win this thing if they made a run this year and actually won it. I know they're becoming sort of a sleeper, which is is you know, mm-hmm. weird to say about a Gonzaga team. But uh, I would lean towards taking the points with uh, Saint w- w- in the St. Mary's game. No play for me in terms of Gonzaga, but I do think they pull away. 14 is just a lot of points here. Yeah. And as we said in the, in the previous hour, that number could, or the previous segment, that number could keep climbing Gonzaga fans here in Las Vegas, they take over. They come here by, I mean, the thousands. And so they bet them regardless of the number every single year. But I still think 50, it's 15 here at Circa, which is just... A ton of points. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. lot. So w- w- then first half unders in the two title games. You mentioned Towson plus the points tonight. What else do you like as of right now? Um, I do think that that's a lot of points in the Furman-Chattanooga uh, game. I think seven. It, it's going down to six and a half in, in some places. Chattanooga's got a big man, Jake Stevens, yeah. uh, who's a tremendous player. 23 points a game, 10 rebounds. I don't know if he'll be an NBA player. I mean, he can shoot it well enough, and he's got the size. I don't know if he's quick enough you know, to guard people in the NBA. But he's been hurt a lot of the year, so I think that throws off some of the Chattanooga stats. Uh, Furman played, obviously, an overtime game yesterday. Boy, they almost gave that game away, and then they sort of stole it back. So to me... Boy, I'm seeing seven and a half on the screen in front of me. If you can take Chattanooga plus seven and a half, that looks like a hell of a lot of points. Furman's not the deepest team. Uh, they only play, you know, five or six guys, really. So, you know, third game in a row uh, coming off an overtime game. To me, that seven and a half is a lot. And yeah. And, a and lot of pressure way, well, on Furman. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, sorry about that. Yeah, you mentioned that kid's been out for a while. Mm, yeah. I mean, big kid, seven footer. He's putting up good numbers. I believe he's averaging, what, like 20 and nine or 20 and 10 on the season. So, yeah, 23, um, I think. It's crazy. The seven That's, and a half is gone. It's five and a half now. Is that right? Several five. spots, yeah. Okay. That just surprised. moved big time uh, on that game as well. Good points, too, about the overtime and, and the big guy. What do you go? What do you want to do tomorrow? Maybe nothing. Uh, in the Northeast uh, Championship game. Did you see this? Where Merrimack plays fairly Dickinson. Merrimack's the one seed, but they're ineligible for the tournament. And fairly Dickinson, then, is, is already in. And once they won the semi on Saturday, so I, I, what, what's their motivation if you're fairly Dickinson? I don't know what you make the number and what that's that's a wild handicapping scenario tomorrow in that title game. It really is. It's one of the dumber rules in sports. Yes, it Let is. the kids go to the tournament. I mean, it makes no sense. And you're killing your own product. Who's going to want to turn on a game? The, the whole point of this game is yeah. of this week is to turn the game on and say, hey, the winner of this is going to the tournament. The loser's out. It's a lot of drama. Uh, the loser, I mean, like you said, Fairleigh Dickinson's going no matter what. I don't know what number you put up there. You figure Merrimack be into the game. It's just it's a stupid rule. I'm curious what, to see what uh, what number they put up. Uh, there is an outright I bet yesterday, I, and I was just looking to see if it's still okay. available. Uh, Washington State 31-1 to at Bet Rivers to win the Pac-12. To me, that's a team that could make a run there because they could shoot the three. Uh, they, they've had a bunch of injuries, but they've played better lately. Look, they, they won convincingly in Arizona, which we know is not easy to do. And again, their path's not that hard. They get Cal, which is sort of a, a gimme putt. And then they get Oregon, who's really down this year before they have to play the big boys, you know, UCLA and Arizona in the semifinals and the finals. So to me, Washington State, they can play in the half court. They can shoot the three. They can slow the game down. Uh, I think they are alive at 31 to 1. Well, I'm glad that you brought that up, Will, because I was looking around at most books yesterday to see where these openers would be for some of the Power Six conferences. 
and nothing like really jumped out to me. I mean, yeah. the, the Big Twelve, I was hoping to find like a like a six to one or a plus six fifty on a Baylor, for example. That that conference could go ten different ways. Who? So nothing really stood out. I asked Matt Humans here at the network the same question, like anything popped to you because uh-huh. I'm struggling finding some numbers. His response was kind of the same thing. Uh, nothing's really jumping out, but he did bring up Washington State maybe worth a look in the Pac-12. Interesting. Yeah, I think they are. And, and look, they've, they they figured out they're not dumb, these books, so they know like uh, they're not going to give you any freebies. A lot of times you're probably just as well off uh, doing a money line rollover mm-hmm. where you bet the money line one game, just keep rolling it over. Which is dangerous because people, you know what, they get, you know, you see that money in your account and you, you get scared a little bit. Sometimes it's better to just put the bet in and have it locked in. But uh, I do think Washington State's live. They don't give you a ton of uh, a ton of value in any of these prices. TCU, to me, 9-1 to one in the Big 12 is interesting. I mean, that's just a gauntlet of a path they're going to have to go through. But when that team's healthy, to me, they are like Final Four good. Uh, you know, they can play half court, full court, transition. They can shoot it. They're athletic. I mean, you don't win by 25 in Kansas without being really good. So I think TCU 9-1 to is interesting. Again, might be better off just playing the money line and rolling it over, though. Yeah. And right now at Circa, this minute, Wazoo is 18-1. to Ooh, see, that's not a good price. That's not a good Jeez. price. Yeah, no. That, but so obviously, they're either on to Wazoo here and know that they have some sort of a path and that 35 would be too high, or they, I don't know, I, I honestly don't know what the opener was, and they open it higher and they took some bets on that, so... Could be one or the other, I guess. But makes it fun when you get these power five conferences where somebody makes a run that's not in it because you know, for the most part, you get to championship Sunday and championship Saturday and the semifinals and finals, these teams are already in, so there's really no juice in terms of that. So it's fun when you get these bid stealers that can make a run. So hopefully Washington State can make a run here. Oh, very good. Uh, again, five and zero in the contest. You have a two game lead on the Friday night betting uh, contest here on Visa, and it's been a great few weeks for you. Hopefully it continues today with some of your bets in this week. Will, thanks so much for the time today. We appreciate that. I appreciate you guys having me. Good to see you guys. Good job. Yeah, he's on going. Twitter at not the Will Hill. For what it's worth, Bart Torvac, his numbers, he makes uh, Merrimack um, five and a, well, minus 5.1 points tomorrow Okay, against Dickinson. That you're exactly right, Paulie. I agree. Why? Why He's right. Why even watch a game? It's, yeah. it's already decided. I know. It's what? silly. Silly. Why, why? Why have them play in the tournament? Why are they? Why? Another one. God. Now the rules, stupid. The transition yeah. period from D two to D one. We had it last year in the right. Atlantic. So, but why are you then allowing them to play in the, the conference uh, tournament? On something or onto something up next. No way, no how. This team can be in the tournament. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Six days from Selection Sunday, BetRivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. Going up to 10000 in bonus money by playing their exclusive BetRivers Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet, you get a square on the house. If your number's on your square, match the final score, you win. Full terms and conditions available, BetRiversSquares.com. Happy to be joined by Joel Corey now at Corey Joel on Twitter. Writes for CBS Sports, uh, former agent. An expert on NFL contracts and the salary cap. Thanks for the time, sir. You wrote about Aaron Rodgers here uh, in the last few weeks. What do you think about the path, where he could go, and what it would take from compensation standpoint to get this done? Well, the Jets seem like the logical landing spot if there's a trade. They hired his buddy, his offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. The trade compensation is a little bit tricky because he's a year-to-year guy. If he would commit to two years, trade compensation is probably a little more than than it would be otherwise. Also, he's 39, and there just isn't a lot of uh, track record for older quarterbacks being traded for a ton. Um, I'd try to get at least a first-round pick if I'm um, the Packers. But it wouldn't surprise me if it's a second-round pick and oh. then a conditional first for 2024, depending upon whether he plays a second year. Okay, and then, but ba- based on how much money he currently makes, then and how that contract would work if he were to move on from Green Bay to another team, like which landing spot makes the most sense in terms of a team that can actually afford that money and it makes sense with their salary cap? Well, the thing is, you. Uh, you're picking up the option that Green Bay has if you uh, trade for him. So you basically only need a little, mil- little more than $15 million of cap space for him, um, even though he's making close to $60 million this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the option's going to work is you, pro- you uh, prorate that like signing bonus. But Green Bay would be pawning off their problem with that contract on somebody else because there's no easy out on that contract. Um, whether he's in Green Bay or with the Jets, which I think is the um, best landing spot. He's also making it harder, more difficult on Green Bay. With the, I mean, if he continues to take his time here, he keeps saying there'll be a decision soon. When's it going to happen? Ideally, it's before the league year starts on March 15th. Last year, um, when he made a decision, I think it was like March 7th, March 8th. So hopefully it's this week. Um, he said he wasn't going to hold them hostage, but he's cutting it very close. And he's kind of got the Jets in a holding pattern because mm-hmm. they talked to Derek Carr, and they got to figure out what they're going to try to do because they don't want to be left holding the bag and stuck with uh, Zach Wilson and Mike White. Right, right. Let's stay at that position. Walk us. You wrote about this as well at CBSSports.com. Take us through what the, what the Ravens could do here with Lamar Jackson and what other teams could can then do and if could a team grab Lamar Jackson? Walk us through that. Well, it's whether they're going to put the exclusive or not exclusive franchise tag on him, and that's two different um, price points. One, the not exclusive is thirty two point four one six million, and different rights. Lamar could then shop himself for offer sheets to other teams, and if the Ravens didn't match an offer sheet, they get two first round picks. Two first-round picks is an adequate compensation for Lamar Jackson. The reason I say that is you had Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson basically go for the equivalent of three first-round picks plus. And you've had non-quarterbacks in recent years, Laramie Tunsil, Jamal Adams, and Jalen Ramsey go for more than two first-round picks. Mm -hmm. I'm erring on the side of caution and going with the exclusive franchise tag, even though that's going to be over $45 Um, If you put the non-exclusive on, it could be a way for the Ravens to do a fully guaranteed contract, assuming someone would put the offer sheet on it, give an offer sheet, without them doing it themselves. They could justify it by saying, well, we were forced to because we had to match an offer sheet. 
that would be the way he'd get the fully guaranteed contract. Best bet for one is the non-exclusive tag, but he could be walking out the door. Then if you give the non-exclusive tag, um, would he play for $32 million when he could have put one on for $45? Um, it's a, the, the franchise tag is a one-year deal that can't be negotiated. So let's say this thing went to July, or about to start a training camp, and he's got to sign a one-year deal. It wouldn't surprise me if Lamar said, if you want me to come in and play, you put the non-exclusive on me, I didn't sign an offer sheet, you got to pay me 45 on a one. Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, staying in that position again here, Joel Corey, our guest from CBS Sports. We've heard a lot regarding Derek Carr. First of all, the Jets came out and told him that he could potentially end up in the Hall of Fame if he you know, came to New York and it worked out. We also had a guest on from New Orleans last week who's covered the Saints for a long time. He said the Saints, that's their guy, Derek Carr. What's the most logical landing spot for him? Um, Saints, Dennis Allen was his first head coach. Yep. Uh, familiarity, familiarity brings comfort. So going to play for Dennis Allen again has always made the most sense. They were the one team that was interested potentially in trading for him. So I see him in New Orleans. Jimmy Garoppolo ends up going where? Raiders. Um, and once again, familiarity brings comfort. Played for Josh McDaniel when he came in the league, was a Patriot. Um, knows the offense, so wouldn't surprise me if it was Garoppolo instead of him. Then if that happens, do the Raiders still take a quarterback, you think, in the first round? Uh, wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me if they took one, because you got to solve that long term. Maybe Garoppolo's a bridge guy for two years. Maybe it's a one-year deal. He can't stay healthy, which is his problem. If he had stayed healthy then maybe he's getting, he was a long-term answer for the Niners. And he's serviceable. Uh, you can win games with him, but he's not a guy that you, will win games on his own. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you also spent a lot of time as an agent in the NFL. You know how this works, and the combine is now done. I watch a lot of it on TV this week, and I'm guessing you did as well, Joel. Uh, if you were Richardson's agent, the quarterback from Florida, no doubt you'd be as giddy as anybody after how he performed, but now that you're not an agent anymore, what do you think of this team? Because he was 100-1 to to be the first player taken in the draft like three weeks ago. Now he's down to the second shot on the board behind Bryce Young. So your overall opinion on what's going on with this kid? Yeah, somebody's going to get seduced by the workout and take him higher than he should. Typically quarterbacks get overdrafted anyway. Uh, One name that kind of comes to mind, to me, um, not a perfect analogy, but about a decade ago, there's a quarterback from the University of Washington that had a so-so season, looked great in workouts, and I think went in the top ten in Jake Locker. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of see some similarities there. Richardson, that was one of the craziest workouts I've ever seen for, seen for a quarterback. He's got everything you want from a size standpoint, everything you want from an arm standpoint, but was very inconsistent on tape last year. And the tape, to me, matters more than the workout. Yep, well said. Well said. Uh, what would you do with Bryce Young? Should he be the first player taken? I'd take C.J. Stroud because his size would scare me because he's been gaining weight to get up over 200. And since you're not going to weigh him again, I'd imagine he's under going to be under 200. Um, he's been that size his whole life, so he's been able to uh, deal with it. But a quarterback that small might scare me. You would take C.J. Yeah. Stroud number one overall. Yeah, I'd take Stroud. Uh, the way he played in the playoffs, um, that was probably the best game he ever played, and that was a great last, um, closing note, yeah. um, even though they lost against Georgia. Yeah, you can follow him on Twitter. He is at Corey Joel, and Corey is C-O-R-R-Y. does a great job writing about salary cap, um, the salary cap in the NFL and contracts at CBS Sports. Great stuff today, Joel. Thanks for popping on. We appreciate that. Sure, thanks for having me, guys. Well done. Thank you, sir. Okay, so Stroud, number one overall. Well, he, they had a great con. He threw it well. No, I get, I get Jeremiah had rave reviews about him, too. He was here. Just, yeah, you haven't heard a lot of people say yeah. that, and yeah. I, I, could have, I could 100% see that happening, where he goes number one overall. And he's drifted out, by the way, a little bit. I'm, I'm looking at Stroud this morning at plus 550 at some spots to go first overall. That, that be, would be hilarious if Houston trades to get Yeah, that might be worth a You know what? That might be worth a pop. <laughs> plus 550 this morning might be worth a... Might be worth a bet. 
I'm going to examine that a little bit further during the break and throughout the rest of the show. I want to get down. Well, let, let's go, though. I mean, I want to see something happen here in the next week or well, two. I'm running out of... Let's, come you, on, Rodgers. Wait, wait. You're running out of patience with Rodgers? I, yeah, right. I want something to happen with the first pick in the draft. Well, that I think that's happening soon, too. And I think the Bears will make two trades. I think they will trade down twice and get a uh, huge haul, which they need. Unless a team... And, and, here's who Houston wants with that possible trade, because that would have to happen. The Texans would have to trade up from two to one, and then the Bears would trade down again. And that same team finds out the Texans want, let's say, Richardson or Bryce Young, and that team's like, no, we got to have the yeah. guy. Well, the other thing to consider with this Lamar Jackson mess is he doesn't have an agent. Yeah. So, I mean, this is this is convoluted about what could happen here, and, yeah. and I, I want this, and I want more than Watson, and it just it appears there's going to be a a divorce between Baltimore and Jackson. College basketball up next. We'll share some percentages to win some of the power leagues and convert that into odds you would need to bet the outrights coming up. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 